Hey guys, it's Drew from Court of Nerds here telling you that Tom and Chi in Granville is back. They've got impressive meal deals, so here's what you can look forward to when you stop by to get cheesy. Start your week off with a $29.95 Monday meal deal that feeds a family of four. No one wants to cook to start the week, so go get cheesy instead. Plus, kids 12 and under eat free from 4 to 8 every Tuesday. Or enjoy a half-off grilled cheese donut every Wednesday from 4 to 8. And if you download the free Tom and Chi app like I did, you can hop in every Thursday and get $3 classic grilled cheese sandwiches. Plus, if you're like Stacy and you need it gluten-free, they can take care of you. Tom and Chi is proud to support Chia, a locally made vegan cheese that tastes so good, cows are starting to get jealous. Find Tom and Chi on 44th Street in Granville near Cabela's. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another scintillating episode of Court of Nerds, Court of Turds. Wait, no. Uh, anyway, sorry. Uh, I'm Drew. I'm John. And I'm Sweetwater. He is the water that is the sweetest. Uh, he is our little Austin. He is our ginger. <laughs> yeah. Um, very, very excited to have him as part of this. Also, by the way, we've talked about this a few different times. Joining the cast, uh, joining the crew is our good friend Marjorie. And she has a great article up at thecourtofnerds.com right now talking about joining up with this group of miscreants. Rated R, for sure. It is definitely rated R superstar edge style. <laughs> but uh, it, it is a fun read, and it's really funny to see the things that kind of drew her towards wanting to work with us because they're some of the things that made other people kind of shy away from <laughs> So it's kind of a cool read. I, I really like seeing why people were interested in working with us and doing stuff with us. And again, love you guys to so stay tuned. This is going to be a surgical summer. We're going to do a lot here. Uh, we got a lot of big plans, a lot of big things going on. And uh, we're testing out some fun things right now for you guys. So keep an eye on thecourtofnerds.com. Be sure you're liking us on Facebook, following us on Twitter, and on Instagram. Ooh. Don't forget to frequent and show love to our sponsors, our friends, our familia, if you will. The good folks over at Tardy's Collector's Corner always have all your best needs. And I say needs because you're going to walk in there and you're going to go, oh, God, I need that. Oh, God, I need that. Oh, God, I need that. Happens yeah, all the time. You did this to me. I did this to you. And I do that all the time now because of you. So stop into Tardy. Say hey to Gavin and Dee and Abby and the rest of the staff there. They are all wonderful people and we love working with them. We also love working with Grand Rapids Comic Con, November 9th through the 11th at the DeVos Place. Tickets, I believe, are on sale now and they are still announcing more and more guests. We are, of course, your official moderators for Grand Rapids Comic Con. No big deal. So. And we got a couple new things on the website as well, don't we? What do we got new? That we can help, or that you can help us out if you like the show. The Amazon affiliate. Right. I said we were testing things. We, we, have, we haven't fully <laughs> tested that yet. We're just going to throw it out there. We'll find out. Like, <laughs> Why can't we say people? We can tell. we're testing it. We want to make sure it works first, John. Well, I think it works. We'll we find out in a couple days. Now I mean, that John let the cat out of the bag. I'm sorry. Well, I, you know, I just like, you know, signed up <laughs> you, for it. You so. got excited. <laughs> in the business, we call what I did a tease <laughs> and we call what you did fucking it up. <laughs> I, I ruined Don't it. Don't laugh, child. Don't laugh at my swears. <laughs> Isaac is also here tonight, so you're going to hear a lot less swears than you normally hear out of me. Except Apparently not, yeah. No, I, yeah, yeah, dang it. Dang it is the right <laughs> child. Good job. Listen, uh, on tonight's cast, we have a ridiculous statement 
from an AT&T executive. I'll tell you why it matters. We also want to talk to you guys about, we're kind of the non-gamers in the crew, I'll be honest with you. We are, we are not the biggest gamers, but we want to talk to you guys about what we liked from E3. And Austin, a little sweet water, yep. was in Chicago for NXT TakeOver and Money in the Bank. Yep. We were all at Monday Night Raw. A fun Monday Night Raw, which has been rare, rare, of late. very rare. So we're going to talk about all of that stuff on today's podcast. Now that we got the housekeeping out of the way, I'm not mad, John. Don't look sad. I'm not mad at you. Oh I'm no, he's you. mad. It's fine. I'm not mad at you. Look I just at signed face. up for it. I was ready. I'm not mad at you. It's okay, buddy. I'll let you braid my beard later. Okay. Gross. Just I'm like in. my hair. Just like Austin's hair. I'm in. What is that? Is that like a mermaid tail? Is that what that's called? I, I was at a cookout and someone asked if they could braid my hair and I said yes. I and go to cookouts all the time and no one has ever once offered to braid my hair. Well, have better hair. I don't know, man. I have phenomenal <laughs> hair. Uh, I was I told know. I look like Legolas from the good old uh, Lord of the Rings. I don't know if that's true. Seamus. Like, like a fake CGI Don't character. compare me to Seamus. Get yeah, out of no. here. And also stop talking off mic. You're better than that. I yeah. raised you better than <laughs> Look at me. I'm, I'm condescending to the 10 year old. You're a professional. This is what I've become. This is what I've become. He goes, I know. All right, listen, uh, we got a lot of stuff to get into. I want to start with this uh, interesting story over at CBR.com. Credit to them for this. Uh, AT&T, uh, of course, last week acquired Time Warner, the parent company of Warner Bros. Mm -hmm. You asked Lego Batman. Uh, it's also the parent company of DC Entertainment, CNN, and HBO. But one AT&T vet, his name is John Stanky, which you'll find even funnier when you hear his statement. Uh -oh. I think the performance of DC movies over the past year and a half is trending the right direction in terms of the quality of the product and how the franchise is being managed. I'm very curious if this guy has seen any of the DC movies? Maybe just the cartoons? Cause I mean, those are pretty good. The cartoons have been pretty good. Uh, the TV the TV shows are great. Isaac, uh, hold, I'm sorry guys, this is a teaching moment as a parent okay. here, I apologize. Okay. If you have something to say, sit your lazy butt up and come to the microphone. That's how we do things. <laughs> I'm sorry you guys, this is a teaching podcast. We're, we're learning here. Isaac, did you have something you wanted to say about the DC movies? No, more the... Hey, why did you interrupt then? <laughs> why did you interrupt? Because you were talking about the DC shows. Isaac, you're going to sit here and be quiet until I ask you to talk. That is what's going to happen now, okay? Okay. I love you. Hey, look at me. I love you. Love you too. Darn straight. Parenting, folks. Ain't easy, but it's necessary. <laughs> Y'all want quarter nerds for 30, 40 years? You listen, this is the next generation. All it's right? true. It's a good we point. ain't going nowhere. I told you, surgical summer. We got plans. <laughs> He's our NXT. He is our NXT. He is. We'll get into more NXT stuff later on. Sorry. But guys, I mean, I, I got to talk to you about that statement alone. He went on for a while to praise specific individuals at Warner Bros. and DC. He praised Jeff Johns, which is worthy. But other than Jeff and maybe Patty Jenkins, who directed Wonder Woman, who deserves praise in that DC Extended Universe? I mean, I have thought about this, and I actually thought about it last night, and I'm going to ask you guys about this. If someone, if I was at a party, right, and someone was like, yo, we're going to watch Suicide Squad, I would leave. I would actively leave to avoid having to see that movie. That is how bad it was. And I almost feel the same about Justice League. Justice League, the CGI was terrible. Starship Troopers was a better looking movie. Yeah, that's from like what, 96, 97? No, I don't, you are my Starship Troopers expert. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like 97. All right. 90s. Fair enough. 
Yeah. 20 years ago at least. John, do you need to discipline your child? Is I don't know. I, I might have to. He's very much so licking his lips and looking at me. Boomer. <laughs> this child is a dog, by the way. It's, like child. it's, it's, it's my a dog. fur baby. Don't. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's the word. I hate when people use that. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> this got weird real no, fast. This is what it does, all right? So, this is our first time trying to record the normal podcast. I say, I'm new. So this is weird for us. Indeed. We're learning, though. We are learning. Um, but what do you guys think about that? I mean, do you think there is any redeeming qualities to the current DCU besides besides Wonder Woman? I mean, legitimately, what what is it that you're looking forward to? Because this this Batman movie that they're pitching me looks terrible. I only believe in the Joker movie because Jared Leto is still attached somehow, even yeah. though he publicly said he hates it. Well, I think that Justice League doesn't get its fair share of dues. I didn't think it was that bad. Like I when I got out of it, I thought to myself, that you know, that was okay. The the fact that the graphics are terrible is just because they had to do all the reshoots and they couldn't spend any more money. Like I don't think Warner Bros has Disney money. Like they spent 300 million dollars on Solo and it hasn't even broke 200 million dollars yet, but they don't care because they're just throwing money at Star Wars. They have billions and billions of dollars to invest. With Justice League, they've uh Avengers Infinity War has already beaten Justice League's worldwide run just in the United States. So, it's like to them, they needed that movie to make over a billion dollars, and it didn't even come close. But that's their own fault at that point. And they know they had a better direction. And I heard, I don't know if this is true, but that AT&T executive, maybe it wasn't him, but they said that they were ready to or want to release maybe a Zack Snyder version of Justice League. And Do you actually believe it would be better, though? I don't. Yeah. I don't and the fact of the matter is why do people care? This is the movie you got. This is what you got. It can't be any better. You saw Batman v Superman. It can't be any better. And I I mean I didn't hate the movies but this Marvel had a better plan. They had a 10-year plan. DC tried to sneak up and catch up and they couldn't do it. They couldn't do it with the amount well, they tried to shortcut. Time. They yeah. tried to shortcut. Uh, they, rather than take the time and build a universe properly, rather than... And, and Austin, you know, this would apply to you with the whole wrestling love. Yeah. You can't rush a good story, and it seems like that's what DC has entirely done. The Justice League story, the Batman story, the Superman story... I'm not a fan of the Superman story. The Wonder Woman story. Right. The Flash story. Those are all great big individual stories that all deserve to be told and, and DC tried to cut corners. You're basically in the wrestling world because that's my forte here. Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano, that's like a two and a half year story. That's Marvel. Like they're telling a great story and it's playing out in front of us. I'm trying to think of a really uh, big cast and Daniel Bryan, like a two month story. They're just trying to like... Fill time. Yeah, fill time, shove it in our faces and it's that's DC. It's just not working. And I, to use your analogy where you said if you're at a party and you walk in and you see Suicide Squad, you're leaving. I don't know if I'm that far gone to where I can't sit down and enjoy the movie for what it is. There were portions that I liked. Um, granted, the portions weren't that long. Like, I love the Joker aspect of it. And then we got like four seconds of it, it seemed like. So, right. Um, but, and uh, Justice League, I 
it was okay. I like the flash. You know, that was a little nugget. That was great. But yeah, like you said, it seems like they're trying to force something that's just not there and you need to stop it. You need to, you know, kind of reset everything that you're doing and go back to the uh, whiteboard. Well, the statement from the tone deaf AT&T exec uh, (laughs) doesn't give you a lot of hope for DC's film future. Let me give you guys a little golden nugget before we move on. Is it Aquaman? No, it's not. (laughs) Well, Aquaman will be a golden nugget because Jeff Johns is involved and Jeff Johns can do no wrong. The man... From Michigan. I just think, I think Aquaman's going to save what they have from. I think Wonder Woman saved it from having to be blown up. Right, yes. right, right. Now Aquaman has to keep their finger off the trigger. But you have, Wonder Woman 2. you have two movies in a row that people want. Aquaman and then Wonder Woman 2. Now can so. I openly say this though? I loved the first Wonder Woman. I will happily see the new Wonder Woman opening night. I hate that everyone's go-to decade is the 80s. Yeah. No, Wonder Woman, 1984. The 80s suck. All right? <laughs> putting it out there. Putting my foot down. I was born in the 80s. Well, Marvel's 90. So, I mean, yeah. it's not go-to, go-to. But. No, no. But I'm just saying, people love to go to the 80s. Yeah. People love to make 80s movies. Let's just say this. Stop that 70s it. show was great. Yeah. That 80s show was terrible. Fully agree with that. I didn't but even <laughs> know there was a That 80s Show. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Keep it that way. <sighs> uh, Warner Bros. Pictures chairman, Toby Emmerich, uh, was asked what the plan is going forward. Uh, it's simple, make better movies. And no, it's not the exact quote from him. He said, I think good movies work better. <laughs> so I think that's him admitting, hey, we've we've made some stinkers here. We, we have had some fairly massive missteps, but all at the same time, they are ready to try and make good movies going forward. Speaking of making good things... E3 had a lot of good to take out of it. Uh, Sledge did an awesome podcast recapping everything he could because Sledge is a beast. Greg picked up an awesome interview with uh, with Oculus. Again, check those out, thecourtofnerds.com. If you're not subscribed to the podcast, please do so. And if you have a second, leave some reviews on iTunes. That helps Ooh. us out. While you're there, be sure to check out some of our other wonderful podcasts here on the Court of Nerds Network, including Reverse Centaurs, which is a blast to listen to if you have not checked it out. Uh, It's like uh, radio theater, but good, you know? I was going to say, even if you don't know what's going on, like you don't understand Dungeons & Dragons, it's still hilarious. I was cracking up at work just laughing at random (laughs) things, and my uh, coworker's like, what are you doing? I was like, eh. I can't tell you. Listening to people play <laughs> D&D. Uh, no, listen, because they're good, they're very fun, and they're funny people. Also, don't miss That's So Braven, the wrestling podcast that you didn't know you needed so much. Uh, and I can't recommend highly enough my favorite podcast about cars, Hammer and Sledge. Or is it Sledge and Hammer? Sledge and Hammer. Is it, well, I don't know what their order is. I don't I don't know who gets top billing. Is Stacy the man? No. Stacy's cuter, so <laughs> Sledge is cute, but I mean, come on. Come on. All right. Anyways, moving on. Talking about E3. Again, don't forget to miss. Uh, don't forget to catch Sledge's recap. He, he did much better than we're going to attempt to do here. Isaac, you wanted to get in on this conversation. What did you see come out of E3 that had you the most excited, kiddo? Forza Horizon 4. I, I know you're a big car game junkie, but what's going to be different about Forza Horizon 4? Because I know Forza and Forza Horizon are different games, which is weird. Hmm. But tell me about Forza Horizon 4 and what has you so excited about it, kiddo? Probably that they're introducing a new car that McLaren has made. I forgot what it's called. And that they're having seasons now. What do you mean seasons? Like 
what I saw, because I like to watch YouTube, I saw that it changes seasons, like spring, summer, and fall, and winter. So different driving conditions, whereas before in the game, it was always like, nice and sunny, or rainy. Mm-hmm. So what I didn't like about that is you didn't get to pick. It just chose for you, like every... I think week or so it will it would change it will change from like summer to fall. Looks like it's an open world adventure. Oh, that's from what right I see. Up most gamers' alleys. That also seems to be a direction I see a lot of games moving is the open world adventure, like the new Spider-Man game, which looks incredible and apparently will boast one of the largest open world maps ever. Insane. Just imagine web-slinging all over that thing. It's like Assassin's Creed, but with web-slinging. Speaking of gigantic worlds and gigantic rosters, Austin, what were you excited about? So I, I don't have a Wii or a Wii U or whatever Wii incarnation that they're on right now. Switch? It's the, it's the Switch now, man. Okay, cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, four called. They want the their Wii back. <laughs> I was going to say, it shows how far I am behind. But Super <laughs> Smash Bros., I... I Yikes. Uh, that was my Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is the technical name of the game. And I am just stoked for Super Smash Bros. in any incarnation because I think it's fantastic. Uh, they've added Daisy and Ridley, which is going to be awesome. It shows the, the developers kind of know what they're doing as far as like adding new characters to a game that you don't really need to tweak that much. I mean, the gaming engine of Super Smash Bros. is just so money that you don't need to do anything but add more stuff. So I'm excited. I may have to buy a Switch. I've... I've been very calm and very respectful to my bank account, and I have not purchased it yet, but uh, I'm going to have to be a little naughty in my bank account real soon. John, what about you? <laughs> well, I just want to... made it weird. I just want to... I want to hit on... I want to hit on uh, uh, Smash Bros, uh, because they added new characters, but they also left out Waluigi, I so that. I hear, and... Yeah. Uh, that kind of makes me it. mad. I'm pretty upset about that. But you can use the GameCube controllers for this game as well, which is also really, really cool because a lot of people like that old school GameCube controller. It's just they're used to it. It's easy for them. But for me, um, The Last of Us 2. Like, Drew, you remember when I bought The Last of Us. You disappeared. I didn't have a friend. I literally took a week off of work and had the windows open in the house with the breeze coming through while playing this game and i remember finishing it and taking off my headset and just you know deep sighing and saying wow i cannot believe what i just played it was insane it's an insane game the beginning of the game is probably the best part of the game and then right. there just it just gets it i mean not the best part of the game but it's like it's at a 10 and it just keeps going up from there and it's like how does this game keep doing this but the only downfall i hear from this new last of us is that you will not be able to play as joel who is the main character for the most part in the first game you get to play as ellie and joel but i don't think i like I said, we're not the gamer guys, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure you don't get to play as Joel in this game. So it's mostly Ellie. And it looks like she's maybe five, six years older than what she was, maybe in the 20s. So, But the gameplay looks fantastic. I mean, when they, when they have those cutscenes that just bleed right into the game, 
that it just makes for the experience so much better and when you have a headset on same difference it's like it just makes it that much more you're in depth like i don't think you could make this game any better except with vr which would be awesome which would be awesome uh something else that was awesome um was an announcement from capcom not the announcement that they're working on a new devil may cry game i mean i'm sure some people were excited about that (laughs) but it was the excitement of capcom's main event at E3, which was actually, I believe, one of the last events that closed the entire show out for the week. And that was the Street Fighter V tournament between members of WWE's New Day and New Japan and Ring of Honor and 50,000 other wrestling promotions, The Elite, now known as The Golden Elite, as all three members is Koda now officially part of the golden elite I believe so yeah they adopted because it's golden lovers and then the elite so golden, golden elite. elite well I thought it was just golden because they all had titles now Ooh, but Koda doesn't so maybe he's not maybe I don't know, no, I don't know. either way uh, Kenny Omega Matt and Nick Jackson better known as hot topic staples the young bucks <laughs> or spot monkeys if you will uh, took on the new day in a both entertaining and hilarious Street Fighter tournament that ended well you know you guys should really watch the YouTube video honestly it is yeah uh, don't spoil it I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil it it is legitimately it is about I'd say at least an hour of solid viewing time but it is worth it it is worth it from start to finish to see a three of the best talkers WWE has to offer off script and being themselves mm-hmm. which is amazing it was great to see, uh, and I guess to me it was great for people who I don't think would normally be exposed to exactly how good Kenny Omega is on the microphone, to get to hear just how wonderful he truly is. Wonderful! All right. Sorry. Anyways, it, it was one of those events that managed to transcend video games because, as John will attest, I, I enjoy watching Twitch, but not as much as most people. I mostly enjoy watching our own Biff. What is it? Is it Hello Biff. Hello Biff. Hello Biff on Twitch. You guys should follow him, add him, subscribe to him. Send him all your bitties. Bitties. B bitties. It's very specific. His wife doesn't like it when you send him those other things. (laughs) I'm just savage. Nobody's wife does. Let's be honest here. I'm not being specific or weird. It's just nobody likes that. Facts. Um, But I I sat with rapt attention and watched that entire hour-long YouTube video of three grown men playing one of my favorite fighting games against three other grown men while talking all sorts of levels of trash. Most of it, totally PG. Uh, But still good. There's a joke about that in there, too. Listen, I will say this. Trash talking and being clean is a bigger challenge than people think. Oh, yeah. It is a bigger challenge than people think. You know what else is a bigger challenge than people think? Spending a weekend with Sweetwater. <laughs> the WWE Universe did just that. We we try to keep most of our wrestling talk over on That's So Brave in our wrestling podcast. But what we wanted to make sure to just give Austin a chance to do is you attended two pay-per-views in one weekend in Chicago. Yeah. Then you drove home and attended Monday Night Raw with us. Yeah. One, I want you to rank in order what was the best and and not match by match but event by event okay easy yeah. you got three yep. right and then i just kind of want you to talk about the experience for people the, the experience of of again an nxt event 
versus a WWE pay-per-view versus the, you know, again, just a normal weekly WWE televised event. Sure. Uh, so ranking wise, pretty easy. Not going to lie. Uh, NXT TakeOver was easily the top. That show was freaking amazing. Uh, my buddy Tyler and I went and it was the first time either of us had been to an NXT event at all. So we were pretty stoked to see some of the greatest matches that I've seen this year so far. So that was fun. And then Money in the Bank was uh, good. It had its flaws, but it was pretty solid for a WWE pay-per-view. So that would be my number two. And as much as I enjoyed myself at Raw, uh, there was obviously some random TV things that weren't as weren't as fun as Money in the Bank. So Raw would be number three. But honestly, each show was fantastic. I am not complaining at all that I got to go to all three. The product was fun. It yeah. was a good time. We took a newbie with us last night. Uh, you were sitting over in a different section from us. But John, we we had a good time last night at Monday Night Raw, and oh yeah, uh, again our newbie was really fun because our newbie is a big Electric Forest hippie girl. <laughs> but what she said afterwards was probably one of my favorite things. Is she looked at me and she was like, "I get it, like I, I get it now." That's awesome because it's that vibe like she has at Forest. It's just a large group of people all wanting each other to have the best time possible. Exactly. I mean, we were sitting in our seats and I was popping in and out of conversations all around us, three rows behind us, four rows ahead of us, wherever people wanted to talk about what was going on. We wanted to talk about it. <laughs> I was just yelling. <laughs> you, you were, yeah, you were you and you and Ben were both yelling a lot, but I was in front of you. So you didn't have to at least you didn't have to hear it. Hey, so. by the way, Jonathan Coachman, if you ever hear this. Come at me, bro. Insult my city again, and I will smack you around. Yeah, that's whoa, garbage. Whoa, 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 When did he insult Grand Rapids? Uh, when you, you'll go, oh, you'll see it on the broadcast the when you go watch it. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. Man. He allegedly said, we don't know how to party in Grand Rapids. Does he not know we're Beer City USA? Has he not heard of Beer City USA? Did Come he tweet on. that, or did he? No, he said it on the on, broadcast. He uh, said it on the broadcast. Someone did call him out about it, and then offered him golf and beer, and I was like, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Listen, golf if you want to, son. But if you think golf is a party, you don't know how to party. Right. That's not my problem, old man coach. So to piggyback off what you said about so many people wanting each other to just have the best time. Yeah. Uh, the NXT, uh, I can't get over that crowd. I mean, Chicago, the crowd makes the experience in any wrestling event. I, I truly believe that. If you have a dead crowd, you could have like Okada and Omega putting on seven-star matches. But if the crowd doesn't care, it's, it's not worth it. So the fact that Chicago is like a wrestling haven, and I got to be in the middle of that, was just freaking insane. Gargano and Ciampa tore down the freaking house. Anytime they did anything, the crowd popped. Uh, black and uh, who face Sullivan. Uh, that was pretty good until the one missed. It was a really bad botch. Uh, mm. Botchy. And then you know you get the you effed up chance, which you know, whatever. You gotta let it go. Um, yeah. The women's match was solid. The tag match was lit. I did not expect the tag match to be as good as it was with Undisputed Era and uh, One E and Two E as you call them. Right. Listen, get more of this on that's so brave. Sorry, sorry. Get more of this on that's so brave, and we don't <laughs> want to go too deep. Not by match, by match. Gotcha. I know. I know. I know yeah, people I know. have already tuned out. Okay. People are already done. All right. People I'm sorry. <laughs> if you are still here though, Austin talking about Chicago being a great town for wrestling is a great reminder that we, your court of nerds, are booked for. Starcast and all in Chicago Labor Day weekend. And uh, in case you guys missed the announcement from our favorite mortgage broker Conrad, uh, he's just a mortgage guy. You guys, he's just a more. He's also the king of freaking wrestling podcasts, and he's married to a flair. He is. He is. Listen again, as he puts it, he outkicked his coverage. Roll Tide. 
But he also is doing everything he can to make StarCast the best possible experience for you guys. Announced since we last talked to you, Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi will be at StarCast on Sunday, the last day. Wow. Also announced a certain Emerald Archer, Stephen Amell, will be there along with some of his Arrow castmates, along with his wine brand, Knocking Point. If you are looking for the best possible way to celebrate Labor Day weekend, spend it in Chicago with us. They just put more gold VIP bracelets on sale so you can go and get them now. Just go to StarCast. That's star with two R's, StarCast.com. You can also upgrade your silvers if you want a gold. You should have gotten that email by now. If you missed that email, son, you missed out. I won't go too deep in the weeds here, but I will say Chicago is already lit for All In. Everyone we talked to is like, oh, you're stop, here? Stop saying lit. This is a podcast for adults. Stop saying lit. <laughs> Sorry. It, it, they're excited. They're hyped. They're really amped up. Yeah, My those bad. Are, those are better words. Whatever. <laughs> the whole town, there's billboards. We went, Am I chastising you about lit while John's taking selfies with the microphone? Yes. Uh, no, I'm, yes. I just yes. saw a story that we're not going to talk about. Oh, weird. He, he did show me a story. I don't know if he's taking selfies, but... The entire town of Chicago is so ready for All In. There's billboards. We went to Pro Wrestling Tees. They've already sold out of all of the All In shirts except for like two XLs when we went there. There's only a few Golden Elite shirts. The entire town is ready for All In. So if you're not with us, you're, you're missing out. Us. You're missing Come out. Come spend the weekend. It's my birthday weekend. Oh, I didn't know on that. The third. Happy birthday. No, I turned 33 on the, on, the Monday on the after. the 3rd of September. Happy yeah. birthday on the, whatever. Whatever. Advance happy birthdays. Yeah. Well, thanks for making it super weird, Austin. You're really good at that. Always, Story of my been. life? You have been. Are you kidding me? All right, listen, guys. Don't forget, check out our friends at Tardy's Collector's Corner. Support Grand Rapids Comic Con. And oh, yeah, if you're feeling cheesy, head out to Tom and Chi in Granville. Uh, and oh, yeah, make sure you turn into all of the other freaking podcasts that we do because we do so stinking many of them now. I, I lose track. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Grant does one, too. I think it's called Very Fine. <laughs> does he sorry. really? Yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Everyone's doing something now. So be sure you guys are checking thecourtofnerds.com frequently. Again, subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a little review. That would be too sweet. That being said, we are your Court of Nerds. I'm Drew. I'm John. And I'm Sweetwater. I'm Isaac. We'll see you guys soon. Hit the stop button now. Oh, right now. This isn't like that's so brave and we don't just stop talking. Oh. This podcast made possible by our good friends at Tardy's Collector's Corner. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Twitter and Instagram, and be sure you're checking for all the latest and greatest at Tardy's. Also brought to you by Grand Rapids Comic Con, November 9th through the 11th, 2018 at the DeVos Place. Tickets on sale now at grcomiccon.com.